If they ever get their wish, they will quickly learn that it's not a euphemism to call policemen peace officers. In several countries, we already see oligarchs, cartels, strongmen, gangs, and warlords who have become more powerful than the governments of the countries where they operate. And just think of George Soros. Well, apparently, that's what a stunning number of Americans want for this country. I'm not talking about people who think social workers should be used instead of police in certain types of emergencies. For the most part, I think that's wrong. It would result in a lot of dead social workers. I'm not talking about supplementing the police or even lowering their budgets. I'm talking about people who actively work to end police departments. Irrational as that may sound, a shocking number of Americans now openly advocate for that position. They apparently prefer violence over peace and chaos over order. They seem to be hoping for a day when local street gangs run the cities. And in many places, we're well down that road in a horrible way. Listen, we're almost done, but let's work through this just a little bit more, all right? In the chaos that follows lawlessness, people become fearful and selfish, all right? Think through this. Their love becomes more and more exclusive until it finally excludes everyone but themselves. Lawlessness does what Jesus said it does. It turns cold. Everything becomes a matter of what I can give for me, not what I can do for you. In a violent, narcissistic society, people treat other people as merely a means to an end. Love ceases to be love and becomes something dark, something manipulative. That's the world of Antichrist and tribulation. And we're seeing it take shape before our eyes in stunning, dramatic fashion. This fits perfectly with 2 Timothy chapter 3, where the Bible says, In the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves. The last days will be dangerous because love will turn inward. Love of God and love of people will die in the chaos. Think through this. Proponents of an LGBTQ-centered society constantly tell the rest of us that it should not matter who you love. Uh, when they say that, they clearly are equating love with sex. And no matter how much they say they love each other, most people uh, would refuse to allow a 30-year-old man to marry a six-year-old girl, at least in generations past. The very idea, disgusting to almost Everyone, uh, just like men dress as nuns, using a cross as a stripper's pole, would have been disgusting to almost everyone a couple of generations ago. What people once thought they would never endorse or approve of, they now celebrate. Everything is digressing. It will continue to do so. But in this mess, how does this fit? That both lawlessness will abound and the love of many will grow cold, yet Antichrist will rule with absolute control. How can it be in that both of these things will happen, lawlessness and absolute control, when they're the opposite of each other? Here's the deal. Here's where it all comes together. And here comes the rise of Antichrist. Satan is promoting his lawlessness as he is uh, the lawless one. He's behind the curtain, influencing people and events and organizations. Evil men are doing his bidding. They are creating lawlessness, but passing laws that protect the criminals and 
criminalize the victims. They're creating an environment that encourages riots and destruction and uh, harms neighborhoods and people. And here's where Antichrist enters. In the lawlessness that abounds and the lack of genuine love, Satan's man, Antichrist, will appear on the scene with the answers to the chaos. Uh, people will be crying out for solutions. He will have them as he will demand absolute control. He's going to say, hey, man, I got all the answers. As Jan Markell says, he's going to be Mr. Fix-It, and people will give it to him. And it will seem good for a while. They're going to look at him. He's going to be in control. They're going to say, oh, this is our man. It's going to seem good for a while, as I mentioned. And then all hell will literally break loose as those that will not submit will be subject to the laws that have been created to bound people in their 15-minute cities, bound them in their homes, and will even pay with their own lives. So what are we supposed to do in a world that because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold? And we'll get to that in just a second, but I want you to think one more time. All this chaos is being created. You might wonder why. Here's the deal. Satan is using it and he's using the people that we, the power brokers of the world, as pawns to create it so he can install his man with all of the answers. Satan doesn't care about these people. He could care less if they love him and worship him. He's creating the environment for Antichrist to rise up, Mr. Fix-It. So what are we supposed to do in a world that lawlessness is abounding and the love of many is growing cold? Well, it's interesting to note, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible says, He does not love, does not know God, for God is love. So as the world moves away from God, it moves further from the source of love. Uh, think of this. Scientists say that the heavenly body uh, we know as Pluto has an average surface temperature of 387 degrees below zero. Man, that's cold. Pluto is a cold world because it is so far from the sun, its source of light and heat. As humanity runs further from God, it becomes like Pluto, cold and dark, because it is so far away from the source of love and light. I suppose what we need to ask ourselves is this, is love growing cold in my life? Have I drifted from God? Do I love him like I once did? And think of this, do I love others? Do I care about others and their eternal state? The solution is draw close uh, to the one who is love. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Folks, you and I, if we're honest with ourselves and everything we are witnessing, we can see everything converging. We know that the tribulation is being set up. I want to encourage you, draw near to God and he will draw near to you and we have the hope of Jesus Christ to give the message of the gospel of peace and forgiveness to those who do not yet know him. And right now, people are looking for answers. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.